It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. He spent a lifetime working, talking, writing, teaching, and most of all, I'm sure, is he going to tell you, enjoying fly fishing. Originally from Cavan and based for more years than he cares to remember, on the banks of the Boyne in Navin, he's Ireland's best-known angler, and he's making a return visit to the late lunch this afternoon. I'm delighted to welcome her back, Peter O'Reilly. Peter, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Jerry. Delighted to have you on the show. I suppose the first question, and I remember last time I didn't get to this with you, how long have you been fishing? Um... Well, rather than tell you that, if I tell you that I bought my first flies about 1951 or 1952, um, that's when fly fishing interested me for the first time. I'll not say that I was successful at it then because all I had was uh, a a hazel rod to dangle these flies in front of a trout off a bridge. But uh, that's when I started. Yeah, that's when the interest in fly fishing arose from watching other people fly fishing. And had you had you dabbled at any other type of fishing before oh, yes. that? Was that of yeah. course, yes. We had fished for perch, <laughs> uh, mostly for perch. Um, trout were absolutely beyond us. They were the uncatchable fish. Right. Um, but um, perch fishing would worm. Was where, you, where it all began. Was where it you. all began. But you had oh, a yes. fascinating with fly fishing. I suppose for people listening today, they know about fishing. You know, the people go fishing. They're not too sure of the different strains or genres of it as such. But fly fishing, why fly fishing, Peter? Um, I suppose it, it, it goes back to what is successful and what you cannot have. If there's something you cannot have, you want it. Uh, and when, when I was young, there were a few people who fly fished. They had hardy cane rods, they came to the River Annalee, they fished, they caught fish, they caught trout and that really would get any gossin going <laughs> you know, to see these people catching trout and this was the like, we, we'd fish every day but we could never catch a trout and, and there was the fascination how do you catch a trout and then we discovered fly fishing there was a hardware shop in the town that sold flies, so we bought flies we still didn't catch trout. <laughs> so what was the next step then? Do you remember getting your first fly rod? Um, the next step was, uh, yes, it was a combination of a parish priest who gave me a fishing rod uh, and encouraged me to fly fish and meeting a man called Mick Finnegan. Who was he? Uh, Mick Finnegan was... A small farmer from the townland of Drumcrow outside Ballingyah and Cavan. Uh, he was a navid fly fisherman. And uh, anyway, I teamed up with him because I, he was the only fly fisher I knew or knew of. Asked him would he take me fly fishing. 
And he said, sure, yeah, I'll bring you fly fishing. I said, I have a rod, I have a line. So off we went. Now, Mick wouldn't have been an instructor or anything. He fished as best he knew and he caught trout. And I fished along with him and caught nothing. And I think here's the moral of the story. One day I got frustrated and I said to Mick, "Uh, Mick, what do you think of fishing for trout with a worm? And he took one look at me and he said, Peter, the man who'd fish for trout with a worm is lower than the worm he fishes with. (laughs) And that cured me of worm fishing for trout forever. So I stuck at the fly fishing uh, for the trout, eventually became successful uh, with Mick's tutelage and with his help. And uh, it was difficult. Uh, There weren't a lot of trout in our rivers at that stage. There was a lot of pollution. Unlike now, the rivers have really come back. So we used to go to the stock lakes like Maiduff and Anna, Lakshilan and places like that. And that's where you applied your trade early on. That's where we applied our trade. And And if you couldn't catch them... You know, casting, which was very, very bad, then you might sneak the line out behind the boat and drag the flies. A little bit of trolling or trailing it's behind trailing the boat. Trailing the flies, to, yes. To get yes. them behind it. But you eventually forged a career yourself with the fishery boards and that. That's correct. How did that come yeah. about? Was that from your love? Was that uh, the passion no, that brought you there? it came about I was working in Dublin uh, and working in Dublin didn't suit me. A friend of mine called me one day and he says, you know, there's an ad in the paper for an angling officer with the Inland Fisheries Trust, that job would suit you down to the ground. And I actually said to him at the time, no, because things had taken a a turn and I was getting on a bit better in the job, even though there were lots of pressures. And then suddenly I went into the sports complex where I worked one morning and the um, filing cabinet was in the swimming pool. And that for me was enough. Okay. Uh, Let's get out of here. Mm. So uh, applied for the job. And became determined that I was going to get it. I actually became confident that I would get it and actually got the job and it went from there. And into fisheries you went into and worked for your life. Worked but, for the rest of my life. You're working on it. As I said, you write about it, you talk about it, you teach. You know, the, the full gambit now has been your life in, in angling and that. You've seen, yeah. you know, fishing from what would be called the halcyon days. You said in your early days there weren't a lot of trout about and you had those fisheries etc. But you fished the finest of angling in this country. Do you think that's, you know, you mentioned the water quality is improving. Do you think when you look back today and try to look ahead that that's all past and finished? No, no. What I would say, I, I saw the halcyon days. I saw when the rivers were full of trout. And going back a long time. Mm. But in the 40s and 50s, the rivers were full of trout. Then with the um, development of the country, uh, rivers did become polluted. Mm. Waterways became polluted. But I have to say, I'm very happy with the quality of water at the present time. And, um, you know, in my later years with the fishery board, I surveyed a lot of fisheries, a lot of rivers. And, you know, was absolutely surprised, and so were other people, to find so many trout and salmon power back once again. So you're hopeful at this point in very, time. Very, very hopeful. More Absolutely. than you've ever been. More than ever been. That is, yes. That's great to hear. You know yeah. what I mean? That things are, Because you were saying to me that there are streams and rivers near your home that are, there are fish back in that there weren't a few years that, ago. That, that, that is for sure. Yeah. What we have to do is, is respect the fish. Mm. Uh, uh, the other thing about the fishing is... <clears throat> We've become so good at it now with all this instruction, you know, with all the modern tackle, modern monofilament, uh, knowledge, etc., etc., that, you know, 
If fish is too valuable, if trout or salmon is too valuable to be only caught once and knock it on the head, if you had a piece of antique furniture, take it, take a brown trout. The, the brown trout we catch and think worth, is worth bringing home. It took that fish four to five years to get to that size. If we had a piece of antique furniture, it took a man six months to make it, you wouldn't smash it with one blow. Yes. That's how we look at trout yeah. now. It's an interesting mm. and a very a very uh, logical type of way because mm. years ago it was about tapping everything on the head and mm. taking it, which yeah, and yeah. That, that culture yeah. has changed. What mm. makes fly fishing so interesting for you, the man who knows it all? Uh, I think well, a number of things. Number one, it's very much your own responsibility. You see a, a trout rise, you cast the fly, uh, you retrieve the line, you hook the fish, you land it all by yourself. Nobody else to help you. Uh, the second thing about it is, make, that makes it interesting is very much your own pleasure. Uh, I notice a lot of people in high-powered jobs and they come to fishing. They want to learn to fish. Why? Because when you're fishing, you're completely absorbed. There are so many things to hold your attention that all the worries, the common worries, everyday worries, that absolutely go out of your mind, worries about work, worries about family, worry, worries about everything else, you are absolutely, it's, you're focused on enjoying yourself on fishing. So that's, they are two of the points that make fishing interesting. The third one is the fly casting, which is very therapeutic, very enjoyable, to be able to control um, a fly line and a fly using a fly rod, um, people don't realise it, uh, the skill that's involved. Um, why do people play golf? Who do, why do people play hurling? Because of the skill involved. Very same skill and a very high uh, level of skill is required to cast a fly well. And maybe we'll talk about that later. But that's what makes it interesting. If somebody, um, is, 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 is there anything, no, this is the ne- next, is there any trade secret? You know what I mean? Fly fishing is looked on as maybe something that's, you know what I mean, a little bit different, a little, little bit special. Have you any trade secrets that you're willing to share here with listeners on the late lunch today? Um, yeah. Um, could, could preface this maybe with just a little story, uh, one of many, but I, I went to a furniture store in class one night, and, uh, well, not one night, for a, booked in for a, session uh, and one night the instructor said oh uh, I'll have that done for you the next night he told the class and somebody said but why can't you show us tonight and now uh, this man was the fifth generation of um, cabinet makers we said I can't tell you that or show you that that's a trade secret and we all looked at him and he was deadly serious uh, it, it, this secret was handed down generation after generation he, Something that was very difficult, he made it look very easy. And I think that's what a trade secret is. The the old craftsmen took them seven years to serve the time before they were let in on some, but not all, of the trade secrets. And, and the same applies to fly fishing. I think when you've fished as long as I have, you meet so many people, uh, you're in so many situations, you do discover things. Um, I would say in trout fishing... The biggest trade secret is being able to put the fly where the fish can see it. I often say it's an awful pity trout can't read because if they could, they'd be absolutely fascinated with, you know, the hefty price labels and slick advertising pertaining to fishing tackle. But really, there is only one thing 
impresses a trout and that's somebody dropping a fly on its nose. And then you're and in then, the zone together. And then you're, yes, yes. because um, <clears throat> I take a lot of people fishing, fish with them and so on, beginners. And sometimes, uh, you know, it can be, I suppose, a little bit frustrating and you feel sorry that it's not working out. And the reason it's not working out, they're casting does not allow them to put the fly where the fish can see it. Because if you don't put it where the fish can see it, how can the fish take it? Salmon fishing is a bit different. In what way? Uh, Oh, in salmon fishing, there are a whole range of trade secrets in salmon fishing. You see, in salmon fishing, you're dealing with a fish that that isn't hungry and that does not eat. And if you were to ask me the first piece of advice in salmon fishing, it is this. I would break the season down into summer and winter, or winter and summer. In winter, we start fishing for the spring fish. And my take on it at this present moment is, you can never fish too big or too deep for spring salmon uh, in the months of January, February, March, even into April. So you start... It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. On the bottom, with large flies, you work your way up. I fished four days this year. I caught four spring salmon. Uh, and that was, the, that was what guided me. On the other hand, when it comes to the summer and you're fishing for salmon in the summertime, you start on the top. And I mean right on the top. Last year, I had a class and uh, it was a fly casting course. And as usual, uh, th- these courses are put on when the, there's very little water around, you know. And if you don't get people in to learn to cast, you certainly won't get them into fish. And I brought the class down to the river where there was virtually no water in the the, I was going to show them how to wet fly fish, you know, cast across, let it swing around. Mm. There virtually wasn't enough water t- to allow the fly to s- swim around. And while I was doing my best to impress them, uh, a lady behind me said, I think I saw a tail down there. And I pretended not to hear her. I didn't want to hear her. Um, and she repeated herself, I think I saw a tail. I said, What do you mean? Well, she says, You see that rock? 
I said, yeah. Well, she says, see, to the right of that rock, I saw something move. I think that was a fish's tail. Now, what was worrying me, she was putting it up to me to catch it Mm. in impossible conditions. And what I did was, as I say to you, I started on the top. I put on a fly that makes a little V in the water. And I did not believe it. The third cast, I was into an eight pound salmon, (laughs) which we landed in front of the class. But uh, that's it. Uh, that's how it goes. Um, you know, then if you, it's not working out in the summertime that they're not taking it, start off then with a ghost tip. Get down a little bit. Uh, but there's more to it than that. By that I mean there are a whole range of tactics for summer salmon fishing. You know, large flies, small flies, casting down and across. What kind of a fly do you fish in streamy water? Um usually a long fly that has plenty of action. Uh, what, what kind of fly do you fish in a dead pool where there's no a hairs or nymph? Mm. Get it down to the bottom. Get it in front of his nose. Uh, again, I could tell you a story. A man, uh, one day, he was standing on a bridge. Uh, I stopped to say hello. I said, do you see any fish? Yeah, he said, I see a fish there. Uh, and again, it's more or less, have you any advice how I might catch it? And... Uh, the fish was lying, a salmon, lying beside a stone. I said, what have you on? And he's size 10, small little silver stoat. So I had a box of, you know, the gold head beads in the car. I went over to the car, got out a gold head bead, put it, uh, took off the fly, put it on the leader, put on the fly. I said, now, drop that down in front of its nose, lift it up, drop it down. I said, well, that thought to myself, that'll keep him occupied for a while anyway. I swear to God, I wasn't at the end of the bridge when the fish took. When he had him. And, and, had and, and there's so many tactics And that, like and that, that. is the principle of nymph fishing yeah. for salmon. Peter, if you were asked to pick a pattern, a fly pattern for trout, one, you were only confined to one pattern in your box, what would it be? Oh, it would have to be a clinkhammer special. Why? Um, it's a fly that was invented about 20 years ago by a Dutchman called Hans van Klinken. It sits, it's a parachute fly that sits half in and half out of the water. It is an extraordinary fly. Um, it is very attractive to trout. Very attractive. On river or lake? And on river or lake. And a lot of patterns nowadays you find, it, it, I suppose it could best be described as a generic mm. pattern. In other words, it can be dressed in different sizes, in different colours, from jet black to represent a black gnat, you know, the tiny black gnats on the river, to uh, red and uh, olive to represent an olive, uh, and so on. But it is a deadly fly. That's the one you wouldn't be without. And for salmon, if you had to throw over a salmon. Oh, God, no. um, I I wouldn't like you to tie me to one fly for salmon, because as I explained, salmon fishing, there are different tactics. I'll start at the beginning. The first fly I put on in January, February is a, a willy gun tied on a copper tube usually about an inch long inch and a quarter but the fly itself the hair itself could be three inches long uh, fish it you, see this is where the tactics come in there's no good in fishing that on a floating line not even on a sinking tip line you must have at least an intermediate line with a fast sinking tip you need to get that down to the bottom um, and uh, so that's one fly and another one is the cascade Ali Gowan's cascade uh, a very good all-round fly. A long fly, especially, it's a long pattern, a long tail. Um, a great fly for streamy water. Uh, on the other hand, uh, when I start, what fly would I start with on the top? And this is 
people, most people won't fish this fly because ah, it doesn't look right. You couldn't catch a fish on that. I think back sometimes at the end of my season and I say, I caught more fish on that fly than anything else. And yet I never talk about it. Why? It's a fly called a mini tube. You fish it, it's a, a tiny tube, half an inch long, with a little bit of black and yellow hair, and a size 16 treble hook. Tiny little thing. The idea is to keep it on the surface. And if I could tell you how effective it is. Again, I was at a fishery about four years ago, and on my course I had, I think they were bride and groom. They had got married on the Saturday. My course began on Monday, and somebody gave them a present of a fly fishing course to get them interested in fishing because one was interested in horses, the other was interested in skiing. Give them something in common. On the third day of the course, I bring people fishing. And I thought, you know, just quietly to myself, but didn't tell anybody, gosh, wouldn't it be lovely to get the bride of fish? But as I say, these fly fishing courses are run <laughs> when I've it's impossible to catch the fish, fish. may not be there, yeah. So, yeah, got everybody in the class going, then brought the bride and groom and Actually, I helped him to get a sea trout to start with. Then I said, now, I want to bring your bride down here to, and show her what to do. And I put on a mini tube. In about 20 minutes, she had a salmon on the bank. <laughs> what a present. Could not believe it. But went in, there was champagne, great excitement in the bar. And as I was leaving the bar, one of the wiseacres there, a man called Mike Keneally, said, Peter, who caught that fish? I said, the bride, of course. I know he says it was the bride, but if you don't get one for the husband, you're in trouble. There's going to be ructions. Yeah. You won't believe this. I brought him out. I stood him on the same stone, told him what to do. And within, I'd say, five or six minutes, he landed. Well, he hooked a bigger fish, which he subsequently landed. So that's how effective a mini tube can be. On the in, surface. On the surface, in the but doing moving it at the right speed and at the right depth. But... What about okay. fishing in the area here, Louth and Meath? Dominated by river fishing for trout? Dominated by river fishing for trout, yeah. And, uh, you know, we have a wonderful resource uh, at our disposal. Um, I would hope that anglers would treat it, uh, you know, as a sustainable, in, in a sustainable manner, that we don't kill everything. Um, because river trout fishing, they are very uh, vulnerable. In other words, uh, you know, people can catch, even on the fly, 30 or 40 trout in a day when things are right. Mm. Uh, so put them back. So, but you have that. And people in other countries would give the right arm for that kind of fishing. If you take the boyne right from the top, the stony for the, 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 the um, Leinster Blackwater, the... The, the other river there at Trim and all the way down and then into the main channel itself loads and loads and loads of trout fishing um, with, with great fly hatches mm. uh, and of course it's the fly hatches that exercises the angler's mind or should exercise the angler's mind because trout sometimes but not always zone in on whatever's hatching whatever you know whether on their start or main course or dessert yeah and their main course at this time with mayfly it, as we main say course and we do of course yeah. have the Dee and the Glide and the Fane and County sure. Loud as well fine Absolutely. little trout rivers as well like the, the, the reports from, from the Dee and reports from the Glide are absolutely fantastic I just can't find time to get there but people tell me I should go yeah, yeah. and the thing is respect to respect uh, the quarry 
don't yeah. kill them all, let them back in, because mm. they are a precious resource. They are, yeah. And, and, and that's what we depend on our sport for. And the more of them that's there, the, the best, the, the more sport we have, because uh, fishing, people say, what do you get your most satisfaction out? When I get the trout to open its mouth and I feel the weight of the trout. That's it. Yes. Yeah, it's all over there. After that. Yeah, I've won. <laughs> have you a funny story to tell us before you go? Uh, in your, from your career or times fishing? Uh, I suppose the one that stands out is that bride and groom. Right. That's the one that, that really... That yeah, really yeah. stands out. Yeah. To think in impossible conditions, two beginners who never had a rod in their hand before, and after about a day and a half's tuition, they were able to each catch a salmon. Uh, but as I say, it, it sounds easy... It's not easy. It's the tactics you ad- adopt. For salmon fishing, I often think salmon fishing is a bit like an artist. You pull a stroke. Uh, and there are a lot of strokes to be pulled in salmon fishing. And it's a question, if one doesn't work, try another one. If that doesn't work, try something else. But don't keep doing what's not working. For yourself, uh, you're working away, as I said, you're still writing, you're broadcasting, you're lecturing, you're still deeply involved. You're doing a bit of fishing as well, it has to be said. Mm -hmm. But for somebody listening today who would be interested in finding out more or taking up the sport, you offer a teaching service. Yeah, I think the way to go about it, I think, is somebody wanting to take it up, the first thing is you get your tackle right. That is a must. Uh, And... it's not easy for somebody who knows nothing about it getting their tackle right. Uh, and the advice, go to some instructor, somebody who knows how to point you in the right direction because fly fishing tackle must be matched. If you don't have a fly fishing outfit that's matched, you're on a hiding to nothing. After getting your tackle, knowing what you're going to fish for, now learn to cast because, as I said earlier, fly ca- um, catching trout is about being able, and indeed salmon, is about being able to put the fly where the fish can see it. As regards learning to fish, this is where the trade secrets comes in. You spend the rest of your life. Right, Jerry? You, you're a fisherman. That is, that is you a fact. spend the rest yeah. of your life learning to fish. That's why we're so absorbed mm. with and it. And you never know it all. You never know never. it all. And I think that is the uh, real And the man that does think he knows it all <laughs> has a lot to learn. <laughs> Peter O'Reilly, thanks for joining me on the show today. If somebody wants to contact you, what's the easiest method to have a chat about picking up and well, learning the game? I, I, I'm afraid uh, I'm not very good on that. The easiest method is the telephone. The telephone, yes. Which yeah. and your number is? 046 28210. Peter, thanks for joining me on the show. Tight lines for the season ahead, and may many more new disciples come to the sport and begin the process of learning. Peter, thank O'Reilly, you, Jerry. Thanks a million. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.